Welcome to Spirit Life Talks, where we discuss the power of living spirit forward. Welcome to Spirit Life. Today, we're going to talk about how to overcome life's challenges with a spirit forward lens. Absolutely, Michael. You know, I think this is a topic um, that so many um, would be interested in because of the tough environment that the whole world is in. Amen. Right? The pandemic, the economic breakdowns, the um, chaos and frenzy out there. Uh, oftentimes, we wonder what's going on in life. You know, things are just, it feels like everything is falling apart, you know? Yeah. And many, so many are being persecuted. Mm-hmm. So many have so have tremendous hardships. Yeah. And how do you find God amidst all that? And yeah. How do you really find an anchor to hold on to in the midst of all this turbulence and uncertainty? It's tough. It's tough because, as I mentioned, life as it used to be is no more there. That's right. Lockdowns and school shutdowns and job lo- losses and name it. It's out there right now. So how do we overcome life's challenges in general, no matter what life throws at you? How do you overcome in a spirit-forward mindset? And you know what comes to my mind, the words that comes to my mind is 2 Corinthians, uh, where it says, our weapons of warfare are not carnal. Right. But I mean, I say carnal, we're talking about we don't deal with these challenges from our mind or body or intellect perspective here. He's, they, they go on to say, the, this warfare that we're going through can only be combated in a spiritual realm. And he, he says, our weapons are not carnal, but spiritual and mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Wow. So, Junior, you're saying that many of our hardships and persecutions and trials maybe have a spiritual root. Not only really spiritual root, it can only be addressed from a spirit-forward posture. Wow. Because if we try to tackle our problems with, like I said, our intellect and our flesh, many a times we're going to get frustrated, we're going to get burned out. We have to soar above and see things from a 30,000-feet view and see things from a bigger perspective. It's so key uh, what his, you know, to see that from a, from a bigger lens. You know, I'm wondering, what is God offering now for people that take a spirit-forward posture amidst their hardships? I think, you know, the people who are having a spirit-forward posture in this day and age are the are those who have a lot more hope, are optimistic. Right. They see that this is not the end of the story. Uh, the world is not going to end. They know that these ebbs and flows happen or have happened throughout the human history. But we have overcome it. So you just, like I said, God is working out his plans and purposes through all these sufferings and tribulations. Okay? Wow. And as he's getting prepared to awaken the world to his spiritual realities, sometimes these hardships are necessary. And that's when we as humans uh, ask the deeper questions. When things are going well, we just are so engaged in the flesh realm and the soul realm, we just live a life of illusion. Whereas when hardships hit, we ask the tougher questions. That's exactly right. Hey, what's the purpose of life? Is there something bigger than what I'm experiencing daily? And so, and Apostle Paul puts it this way, the sufferings of this present time are not too bad compared to the glory and joy that is going to be revealed. Amen. So sufferings in itself, even though it is tough in that moment, it is going to produce the Bible says fruits of righteousness. It's going to produce great dividends 
uh, of joy. It's going to make people become more stronger, more wiser, and have a better and bigger perspective. That makes a lot of sense, Junu. I think some people would say whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's correct. And the best part of uh, all this is if, as you grow in a spirit-forward mindset, what you will understand is that God has not left us alone. We are not orphans. He's fighting for us. He's pushing back the darkness. The warfare, as I mentioned, is not just what you see with your naked eyes. There is a spiritual warfare going on. The Bible calls it the demonic realm, the principalities, the powers of darkness, trying to keep mankind under. We are expressions of God, but like I said, the dark kingdom wants to keep us under, not be awakened to the truths of God. That's exactly right. In fact, the Apostle Paul says that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against the principalities, powers, rulers, and spiritual forces of wickedness. That's right. It's against spirits. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. And that's where our first premise, our first foundation has to be in God. As Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In his mighty power be grounded. He says, you're not an orphan. God is fighting for you. That, so that's our basic foundational premise that we are strong. We are going to be established in the fact that we are not orphans. There is a God who knows all what's going on. But the weapons are going to be spiritual, right? Let's look at the spiritual weapons that God has provided for us to combat the earthly warfare. And Amen. Apostle Paul calls it the armor of God. Wow. Okay, and he talks about put on the full armor. He says when you go into a war, you don't put part, bits and pieces of the armor. You put on the full armor of God. And let's look at that, Michael, today and share with our viewers as to how do we wear this armor and how do we look at this armor and leverage it from a spirit-forward mindset? And it starts off with, uh, he says, put on the belt of truth. It's interesting, Junu, the belt of truth is what holds everything together. Together, yeah, especially in the, if you look at the context here, the ancient um, soldier had a belt girded around the waist that kind of held his weapons and his coat and pretty much his armor together. So that belt, that the the foundational girding of uh, the truth around us is so important. When, I, when he says uh, around the waist, we're not talking about a physical waist here, but we're talking about what holds you together. Uh, do you have any core values that guides you, that holds your life and uh, drives it forward? When we say the belt of truth, he's talking also about the truth of your identity, your spiritual identity. You have to be really uh, founded in the truth that you are an expression of God. As that's what I mentioned in the previous episode. You need to know who you are and whose you are. And then gird around with the truths of the Word of God itself, the scriptural Amen. truths about where you came from and how you live and where you're heading next. These are some foundational truths that we need to know in the midst of so much noise that's going on around the world. Amen. Yes. Because today, if you look at it, truth is under attack. We that's have right. all sorts of various viewpoints and schools of thought that uh, contrast, or not contrast, even that conflicts with the biblical truths. And in the midst of that, it's up to us to be educated on what the Scripture says about life and about relationships, about destiny, and the whole nine yards. We, ha we have to take time to really be girded with the belt of truth. And the second item I want to discuss is the breastplate of righteousness. Wow. 
And so uh, once you're girded with the belt of truth, it's important that your heart is covered with the righteous breastplate. When I say righteous, again, going back to the truth that you are a spiritual being, you are righteous in, inherently, even though there are malfunctioning in your body and soul realm. I call it malfunctioning because because of the fall in the garden, we now have all these propensities and desires that are contrary to our spirit man. And so we have to make sure our heart uh, has this breastplate in place that would keep us founded or whatever, established, right. call it, in the fact of your true identity. You're a righteous being. You're a clean being. And as you come to God, he'll wash away all these confusion and uh, other aberrations in your mind. And he will bring you back to the right calibration as a righteous person. So what I think you're saying is, is that to put on the breastplate of righteousness, we need to agree with God That's that it. we have been made righteous we have been in made his eyes. Righteous, yes. He's washed away all those filthy rags, and he's removed it out of us, and he's given us, the Bible calls it, a white linen cloth. Wow. Or, or a dress. In other words, he, ha- he will establish you back in your true identity, giving you a clean conscience as you approach him. And the third one is the f- that our feet be established in the foundation of the gospel of peace. It talks about a preparation. In the King James Version, they say preparation. Preparation is nothing but this foundational concrete kind of stuff right. which makes it solid, right? So he's saying, let our feet or our, our existence be grounded in the love of God. That's right. Um, and he says, you have peace with God today through the cross. So let us stand firm in that faith. Let us be established in the foundational truths that we have peace with God, we are loved by God, we are accepted by Him. Amen. Amen. And the next one in the armor of God is lift up the shield of faith. Shields are so important, right? As I mentioned, we are going through a spiritual warfare even though we live in the earth realm. The warfare is against our minds. The warfare is against us attaining our unity with God as spiritual beings. They, the, the kingdom of darkness wants to keep human race under and inferior. He wants us to be like drones. Okay, you know what drones do? Go to work in the morning, uh, eat some lunch, go back home, repeat. Right. Repeat the cycle over and over again. And finally, they do a funeral service uh, so to say goodbye to you. Did you achieve anything? Really not. Not really. So that's a drone mentality to just kind of have these drones of people do the same patterns and cycles over and over again. But once we come to Christ, we resist such mechanisms, the systems of the world that wants to keep us under. We um, connect with God, and as His power releases us into greater purpose and destiny. So you're saying that if I have faith in what God says about me, yes. that I'm valued, that I have a future, that I have potential, correct? that actually shields me from the worldly patterns that want to oppress me. Absolutely. That's one facet of it, as you said. And that shield itself is so... It, 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 clear, it actually protects you from various darts of the enemy. Right. Arrows of the enemy comes against a person daily. Right. What shield does is it gives you this protective covering in your heart, in your brain, in your mental framework, where you're able to not receive it. You know, you're able to right. block it before even it lands on you. It extinguishes it. It extinguishes it. It quenches the fiery darts of the wicked. The shield of faith. Again, it's a it's a mental posture that you have put forward. That's what we call it the spirit forward right. posture that will resist the arrows, the resist 
all the lies and the noise that's coming against you. You know, in battle, sometimes I see people using the shield to knock their enemy back a little bit too. Yep, that is another way. You know, I think it's as you said, as I said, it's multifaceted for sure. Shields um, stops the darts and the arrows, and as you said, it can push back darkness. And uh, then the next one is the helmet of salvation. This is the battlefield of the mind. Like for every That's human right. being is going through a battle in their mind, and more than ever before, we need a helmet. So much noise coming from media, from news, uh, from educational systems, from religious systems. There's so much conflicting thoughts and ideas. It's bombarding people's mind. You need a helmet. And and this helmet, he says, you have to have, wear the helmet of salvation. In other words, that that you are a saved person. You are God, God wants to keep you uh, in the mindset that you are a spiritual being, uh, forgiven, uh, your, your sins have been forgiven, washed, um, and now have been given a new helmet, a new crown itself. I like to say that salvation implies that we've been saved, we've been healed, and we've been delivered. Absolutely. All these truths, you know, as we wear this helmet, when I say helmet, this mindset itself, that, as you said, you're grounded in the truths that you've been saved, delivered, healed, and you're Amen. just appropriating these truths in your daily life. And finally, and, yes, go ahead. Mark. Oh, and when I'm thinking like that, I'm so dangerous for the kingdom of God. Yes, because nothing can stop me. Because nothing you, can stop us when we think like that. Because you refuse to buy in to the lies and the noise. That's right. And as your helmet protects your head. And finally, the sword of the spirit. This is another important aspect. So a lot of the armor of armor of God pieces were defensive. Right. Now the sword is more of an offensive weapon. And it's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. I was about to say that because we did this in, your pre, in one of our previous episodes. Please listen to the power of the spoken word, decreeing and declaring the word, where we talk about using our mouths, uh, the spoken words, to combat spiritual warfare. I mean, God created the whole heavens and earth with a word. That's it. Imagine what our words can do. Our words carry tremendous power. Our decrease in declarations, as we say certain things in the in the atmosphere it has a power to create it has a power to manifest it has a power to knock down barriers there's so much power the bible says death and life is in the power of your tongue and when you release that word or the sword of the spirit it can cut things you don't need out of you absolutely or someone else or it can also push forward and attack so as you move in a spirit forward mindset knowing that you're a spiritual being Covered by God, uh, empowered by God, and as you use your mouth as a as a as an amplifier and as a speaker to clear your realm, okay, you can see the uh, your environment shifting as you declare declare and decree the words of God into the atmosphere. That's exactly right. I think God is looking, scouring over the earth right now, looking for people that will hear His words and proclaim them. Absolutely. And uh, Apostle Paul ends the book of uh, uh, Ephesians on the armor of God, the topic of the armor. He ends it saying, at all times, pray in the Spirit. So as we wear these weapons uh, or the armor of God um, onto our spirit man, we also need to keep a prayerful mindset. When I say prayerful mindset, we're talking about always being engaged with God, connected with God in our thoughts, in our um in our words, in our conversation, just having the connection, keeping keeping him in your mind. And as uh, you know, in the book of Isaiah it says, "He who whose mind is stayed on me, 
I will keep him in perfect peace. We have to learn to keep our mind stayed on God and uh, the life-giving power of God. And as we pray, as we go, once we're armed with the armor, we will literally turn over every person in our wake for the good of God. For the good of God. So let's uh, try and exercise some of these spiritual warfare principles in these coming days, especially ensuring that we don't face the day without wearing the full armor, not partial, That's right. the full armor. And um, as we learn more and more about the truths of the Word of God, as we learn more and more to be grounded in our identity, as we learn more and more uh, about the the finished work of Christ on the cross. Right. Let's be grounded in His love. Let's be confident in the power of God that's always working for us. Amen. 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 I hope you're blessed by this broadcast. We'll see you soon in another episode. God bless you.